Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morning Star Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, brethren. Hello and welcome to the Freemasons Podcast. I'm your host, Right Warshall Brother George Marjorie, and with me tonight, Warshall Brother Joe. Warshall Brother Ken. And we're up here at tonight's episode. We're going to do alternate universe again. And this alternate universe is going to be Freemasonry in the post-apocalyptic world. Do we have any kind of like a weird sound effect, like we're in a time machine or yeah, something oh, yeah. like that? I got oh, sound okay. effects. And it's right. not going to be on live, but it'll be on... Right. Uh, right. like, I will definitely add that in the, in the podcast, but... Uh, First thing I want to address is um, to our two uh, brothers on the other side of the pond. What is with these lights? You see them flickering? It's bugging yeah, it me out. Yeah, happens all the time. Um, but uh, our two brothers on the other side of the pond, Nathan Moss, brother Nathan Moss and Gideon Bookelman, uh, they, they sent me a message and basically said, hey, we're here together. You know, this time, instead of Nathan going to see Gideon. Gideon went to see Nathan Gideon in, went England, to see in England. Manchester, yes. So... I'm driving because, of course, it's 9.30 in the morning where, where we are. Yeah. And, of course, it's 2.30 in the afternoon for them. And they're blasted. They they're have to be blasted. <laughs> and they're, they're out in public just, just on the camera just drinking beers. I'm like, oh, you bastards. Like, <laughs> I got to watch this. I'm here That's at work. Funny. So, yeah, that was, that was a good time. So uh, I'm glad they're having fun. Uh, that's right, Joseph Schultz. George looks like a who from Whoville. That's that's the hat. That's what he was and going I've for. Actually, Rob this from Rafferty. He'll, I'm sure when he pops on, he's going to be really happy about that. But uh, Greg Schultz says he likes Ken's Christmas Scrooge hat. Actually, we were going for Frosty. Yeah, the snowman. We we're going the Frosty I, I because he's so white. Joe, tell him why. Because he's so freaking white. <laughs> Especially uh, it's the same season. color as Frosty the Snowman. Right here again. Right. Right. Tis the season for my pastiness. <laughs> Uh, and Jason freaking Kringle. Jason Gaudry. Welcome right. to the podcast. Mike Adams is watching. Hello, Mike, Adams Mike Adams is also watching. All right. So should, let's... Uh, should we establish the ground rules for what this post-apocalyptic world would look like? Yeah, let's do some likes first. Okay. Yeah, let's, let's do some likes. Let's fire out some likes. We Who runs by the town? And we actually, uh, we actually have a recommendation through Facebook. Oh, do we need cannons to charge? There's actually a nah, couple new ones. Okay. With, we're just going to do uh, coffee. There, there are a couple new ones on Facebook. One of them is a friend of mine, actually. Really? Oh, so uh, I'll read the likes, and if you want to read that one, sure. that would be perfect. So uh, where I left off uh, was Bob Painter, but this time we got Tex Walker. That's Whoa, a cool freaking that name. That is. That's a badass Sounds name. Sounds like a boxer. Or like First thing that came to my mind, Chuck Norris. I, I would, Walker, Texas. We're there again. Right? We're back. Welcome yeah. back. Welcome First back. thing that came to mind. Uh, Scott Kitchener, Sherry Clark Gagnon. If I screw it up again, 
It's par for the course. Gagnon, I think. Gagnon. Michael Bretain and Christopher Poulin. So, uh, ah, that's a uh, worshipful master elect, Christopher Poulin from Harmony Lodge right. number 42. Mm-hmm. Thank so, you, brother. All right. So, uh, with coffee. So we're not going to be slamming. We'll mm-hmm. slam with hands we'll or whatever. We'll do a little sip with our we'll pinkies up in our energy, energy, energy drinks. drinks. We'll okay. even do it in, in, we'll in do England. It like British style. Like hand to arms. Uh. Two arms. <laughs> Ray. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Gupta. You should do it. Do it that right time. on schedule. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> uh, right hand arms. To arms. arms. Ready. 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 Aim. Aim. Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together, brothers. Nice and slow. <laughs> vivat. 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 He's got his headphones upside Jesus down. Christ, this is <laughs> not going to work. Now you look like Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, yeah. If he DJ'd at a rate. Uh, Brother Mike Hambrecht, uh, the new junior warden for his lodge. Oh, good for him. Welcome. Congrats. Shout out to uh, Brother Chris Grizzle, who is watching. Chris Grizzle is a childhood friend of mine. We went to school together in Stanford, Connecticut back, oh, back oh, in the day. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. Matthew Butts, evening brothers. Greg Schultz, coffee. Too much drinking this weekend. Uh, Friday night was a rough night. Yeah. <laughs> Not for me, it wasn't. Yeah, a little toasty. Sometimes we just like caffeine is all. It's cold in here. Greg Schultz, the, the dead Lincoln. The <laughs> <laughs> cadaver, because like, he's a cadaver. <laughs> Sorry, kid. I guess it's your night. It's about time you yeah, had a night. It's been hey, welcome long. to the club. Yeah. <laughs> Ken, I'm you want to do the uh, recommendation? Yep, let's see here. What's the latest? Uh, we have to Joseph go, Schultz. We have why to go is... back a few, it looks like. Hold on. Joseph Schultz. Why is Ken dressed as... Snidely Whiplash. <laughs> I don't even know who that, know is. that is. It's a freaking cool name, though. All right. It's not as it. cool as Tex Walker. No, definitely not. So the last so. one that we did on Facebook was uh, Jesse when he did just the G's. All the G's, right? Yes. we've had a few since then. All right. Oh, all right. So let's see. My friend Kim Aaron says they always keep it real with honest talk and their humor is unbeatable five star review Thank we're you pretty very good much. we are we pretty good uh, Adam Sinkowitz mm-hmm. definitely worth checking out the brotherly banter teasing and love for each other is what Freemasonry is all about the knowledge both, both Masonic and off topic extremely insightful I also love that different brothers make appearances and come and go mm-hmm. so from an EA in New Hampshire keep up the great work brothers you are leaving this young brother desiring more awesome, awesome. thank you brother Good news. thank you uh, we have Stuardo Monroy recommends the Freemasons podcast awesome podcast and wonderful information thank you brother uh, Ray Laird also recommends us informative educational and funny I learn something at every podcast <sighs> Which is amazing because amazing. <laughs> some of these episodes don't have a whole lot of knowledge transfer going on in them. <laughs> some Most of them, them do. Most, Most of them, them do. do. Uh, Jamie Carter recommends The president? Us. I don't know. Jamie former? Carter. Oh, Jamie oh. Carter. Yeah. I thought we had Carter. the former president. I don't know if there's any relation there. He says, amazing podcast. Listen at work every day. Found you guys about two weeks ago and halfway through the episodes already. Awesome. Stick with us, brother. They do get better. Yes, they do. So... Thank you, brothers. All right. Ken, you read them? Yes, you sir. read them. Brethren, right hand to arms. 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 Ready. 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 Aim. Aim. Fire, good fire, fire all. Together, brothers. Vivat, vivat, vivat. I don't like the non-slamming. It's, it's, it's we're, awkward. We're doing it very... Yeah. 
Pun intended. Gingerly. Right. <laughs> Gingerly. That's awesome. Uh, let's see here. Me and Gideon got a grin over here. Got the gin over here. Oh, God. There's more gin. Oh, man. Oh, and for the... Uh, for those that didn't know, and now I remember it, Snidely Whiplash is the villain from Rocky and Bullwinkle with the hat, and oh. the long little mm-hmm. curly mustache and whatnot. And the awesome hat. I'm not going to lie, with this hat, I feel like a bobblehead because it moves yeah. and it wants to pull my head with it. So it's kind of funny, actually. Um, so much material. You'll get used to it. Yeah, I know. I left the door open for that one. but <laughs> Back door. I appreciate that. It's... <laughs> I appreciate that it's Ken's night. So let's it leave it with Ken. Ken. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, focus on me. <laughs> Dead Abe Lincoln. <laughs> uh, one other thing I just want to put in there. Again, if you haven't already, please uh, donate to the GoFundMe page that's on our podcast for uh, Right Warshall Chip Schofield. Uh, arrest yeah. cancer. Yep, arrest cancer is the what we're doing. And uh, I'm going to give you a quick update. Last right check, now, we're close to halfway to we're our halfway goal. We're halfway there. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, just a little bit more, and we'll be uh, we'll be there. Let's see, here, I'm gonna check right now. We are right currently at two thousand and sixty-six dollars oh, wow. of four thousand. So everybody who donated, thank you, and uh, keep it up. That went up a couple hundred bucks in the last couple hours. Yeah, so I checked did. earlier today; it was at eighteen. That's yep. great. Yeah, fantastic. So uh, worthy cause, worthy brother. And he's also been added to our Discord. So. Uh, mm-hmm. Nice. Welcome to the jungle, right, Worshipful Chip? Yeah. Oh, that'll help uh, <laughs> keep the spirits up. It's freaking rough in there. It is. It is. So Don't judge us too harshly. Uh, two other things I'd like everyone to keep in their thoughts and prayers is uh, Worshipful Brother Phil Miller, his son's in the hospital. Uh, he's um, His son has uh, RSV. So uh, just keep him in your thoughts. And uh, Worshipful Brother Earl Ebert uh, went to the hospital today. He's got some kidney issues. So keep him in your uh, thoughts and prayers. Oh, that stinks. So. But... Uh, Speedy recovery to you, yeah, brothers. Get, get well soon, brothers. Let's see here. With that hat, you're over six foot. Real nice, Nathan. Real nice. <laughs> Greg Schultz nice. wants to know if I, I made a gingerbread house. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so. Well, technically, if you live in a house, it already is. It's it's a, well, it could house. be a ginger house that's not made of bread. Worship brother Joseph Schultz. Hey, Mackenzie raised over $3,300 yep. this year. Nice. Her original goal was seven hundred. dollars yep. wow. So she smashed that. And uh, it's on our page. There's a, the video of her giving the check away to the Shriners. It's one of those big, giant checks. So uh, congratulations, Mackenzie. We're going to have you on again. And... Uh, I'll be the ass of that joke for that evening. So yes, we still have to do the spelling yeah. bee. Yep. Yes, we still got to do the spelling bee. We will. We'll definitely be doing that. No, but we should have her on. Give us a quick little update. And, you know, that's cool. It's great that it went to thirty-three hundred. Uh, Mike Hambrecht. He wrote uh, now. Oh, brother Mike Hambrecht. Sorry. Uh, now, if society collapsed, the benefit of Freemasonry was documented in the movie Book of Eli with Denzel Washington. Was it? Because I, I remember seeing that movie. I didn't... I don't remember either. Yeah, I mean, the book that he was carrying around turned out... I mean, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but... I haven't seen it. It's from, it like... It wasn't it's a from Freemason's... Like 2006. Yeah, okay. Well, so, then, spoiler alert, I mean, it's you have it, you haven't. You live in a hole, so if yeah. you haven't seen the movie yet, but... I haven't seen the movie. All right, so let's toss this around. You haven't? No. I'm stunned. You can bring movies back you up from the You didn't know The Wizard of Oz. There are you no You didn't words. know The Wizard no, of Oz. No, I didn't know that part. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know the lollipop kill part. I okay. know the movie. I Toto, the... You're okay. The having Scarecrow. Uh, Book of Eli. I mean, it happens. Right. It's, 
It wasn't like a blockbuster. <laughs> I mean, I'm aware of it, and I know it starred Denzel Washington. I just never watched it. I think I tried to start watching it, and it just didn't hold my attention. Mike Adams, if uh, right, Marshall Mike Adams, if you wear that hat to Disney World, you could probably be tall enough to go on all the rides. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right, you know, yeah. honestly, fair point. <laughs> This is supposed to be Ken's night. Why does it always come back to me? You're an easy target. Let's be honest. All right. So let's get into this. Um, We're going to set the stage for this uh, post-apocalyptic world. We're not going to go zombies. It's not going to be... Yeah, I was going to say. No, we're not doing Walking Dead crap. So is this like a Mad Max Road Warrior kind of... No, I'm thinking Uh, more along the lines of like something you'd see on like a History Channel documentary where it's like, what would happen if the world world ended, you know? In a world. In a world. We're the only governing bodies. Guarantee you, it would be narrated by the guy who does Oak Island. He'd be like... The world coming to an end? Can yeah. it be? <laughs> the Ark of the Covenant? What would happen? Um, but so, uh, so, I guess we could say something bad happens, right? It doesn't and even have to be bad. It could be something, I mean, think about it. If you really think about it, what's, uh, I don't have the exact, exact statistics in front of me, but I think uh, statistically, we're, what, three days away? From, the, from what? There we say that it would take three days for, for the society to begin its breakdown if you lost electricity yeah oh, if yeah. you lost any type of you know any i mean electricity everything runs off electricity well Internet. remember that power grid going down to be major well remember that happened about 10 years ago the, uh, the new york grid went down the grid around went the down. new york area yeah. mm-hmm. i was working in norwalk at the time and <laughs> everything went down for like a day and a half and people started uh-huh. to lose their freaking crap. out uh, even think about what happened after uh, hurricane katrina yeah, looting yeah. began, and yeah. I mean, realistically, I think it's. Uh, and again, Ryan. I'm not. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, quote unquote, a prepper, <laughs> a doomsday right. prepper, but I think it only would take three days of of something major happening to begin to collapse society. Oh, yeah. I mean, you pick pick your poison. It could be uh, an EMP pulse, yeah. a solar yeah. flare, a major solar flare would knock out the electrical grid. A meteorite. And meteorite, anything could happen. Yeah. So let's just talk So in, in our world, there's in our no world, electricity. There's no in, electricity. In this apocalyptic world that we're creating, there's no electricity. Not not necessarily just that. <laughs> we can't even agree on how the world is just, going to Just surprising that there would be no government and or civil services to help you. Okay. 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 And, and you know, th- I've watched a lot of these things uh, on top of that, you know, military experience as well and, and just talking about even in combat zones of how people react and when things go down and things go sideways, there's places you wouldn't want to go, i.e. the grocery store mm-hmm. would be a bad or any type of, of store because no electric, no power, people are... People Soft go into target. a panic, right? Right. Uh-huh. So now, I mean, I mean, think about just even on Black Friday, how people act, and that's with electricity. Right. Imagine if you were in a survival situation, yeah. how it would be. You don't even need that thirty-two inch TV, right? But you're right. willing you know to kill I mean? another human being. But basically, for it, yeah. the uh, you know your, your stores would be picked apart. Your pharmacies yeah. would be another target. Third, gas stations, mm-hmm. any type of, of refueling stations, and basically you'd get. However, if you had no electricity, the pumps might not work. You might have. Mm-hmm. That is true. Um, but people would still try. Yes, yeah. Um, George, I'm sure, can suck in a hose. Yeah. Yeah. He could siphon some gas if we ever needed him to. <laughs> You'd be the guy. He made the list. Or my doomsday list, George. Hey, that, that gives you a spot. Like, what happened? I don't know. What happened? <laughs> it just happened. <laughs> it just happened. Um, 
So but basically, regardless of what happened, everybody's, of what happened, everybody's all of a sudden fending for themselves. in survival mode, mm-hmm. and everybody's in it for You would get a very antisocial attitude. There wouldn't be very, I mean, there wouldn't be communities immediately banding together to help one another out. Mm-hmm. It would be, I'm here to protect my family. Yep. You'd get police departments that would break down. They're not going to, because they're obviously going to protect their own. Yep. Because realistically, if you think about it, everybody's like, oh, well, the military will save us. And, oh, well, you know, the police will save us. Yeah, they have families Not too, true. Yes. If yeah. you really think about it, not true a 90 percent of our military is dispersed throughout the world mm-hmm. okay most of our military with the exception of reservists and national guards which are weekend warriors no 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 disrespect meant but you know they're they have jobs yeah they, and they have they, families you know, they have too families to think. You so you're not going to have a martial law thing happen that's number one that's not going to happen and number two yeah jim Trensky. seriously uh brother Jim Trensky. George yeah. sucking on a garden hose is not the visual I need right now. Awesome. <laughs> um, but Don't sell yourself short. Yeah, be yeah. like a fire hose. I'm trying. I'm, I'm like really trying hose. to stay on track here. It's just getting derailed at every point. Um, highways, they're going to be shut down. So yeah. you're going to have really a, a you're going to become, people are going to become hobbits. They're going to protect their families. They're going to stay indoors. They're going to close down. And what you're eventually going to get is you will get those who gang up together. And I mean gang with intention because it's going to be a gang mentality of what we don't have we're now going to take. Yeah. You can't. I mean, survival, individual survival is really (laughs) not a problem, Brother Jim. If you get a group of individuals together, you have a much higher probability of success. Right. Right. So So you'll start to form alliances like you see on Survivor and uh things like that. It's just human nature to. And naturally, you're going to get the alphas who are banding together and uh, pushing around the, the, the guy who's just, you know, living his every day, busting indoors and doing all that stuff. It's really a really scary concept. Mm-hmm. So this is the world we would live in at this point, where mm-hmm. now everybody is kind of, you'd have, you know, you'd get into positions where, um, I'm going to tie this all in the Freemason. You're going to get into positions where, you know, if, if, this was the situation. Society's collapsing. There's no civil surf- services to help you anymore. Mm-hmm. Where would Freemasonry actually grow and actually serve its purpose in this world? And one of the things that I popped into my head, and I'll start it off and then I'll pass it off mm-hmm. to you guys, was uh, you're going to get these roaming group of alphas or, or people who are out to get what they need for themselves bang into people. Mm-hmm. And we have a certain grand hailing sign that if used, one mason will recognize another. Mm-hmm. And what you'd eventually get is where most people would be very untrustworthy of other people if certain grips, tokens, and words are used. That's the first thing I thought mm-hmm. of. Yep. That's where you're going to start to see Freemasonry start to band itself together. And you'll get groups of now Freemasons. And I guess you could say the beginning of a, uh, potentially a beginning of a new society. Yep. Because of that trustworthiness between Masons. Whereas, you know, you know, if I'm, you know, in my house and somebody goes to bust in my door and I stick a 12 gauge shotgun in their face or they vice versa do it to me. And I say a certain particular word set to somebody who recognizes it, and chances are 90% of the time you're going to get your face blown off. But, I mean... I like them odds. No, but you get what I'm saying, though. Yeah, You understand what I'm saying. If somebody recognizes that, they're going to be like, oh, 
you're a brother. Yep. And you might. It changes the game. It's going to change the game. Yep. So that was just my thoughts on that. So uh, what do you guys brothers got? Yeah, so I I can envision a time where people are, once you get past the initial panic Mm -hmm. and things start to settle in that this is the new way of living, at least for the immediate future, um, I could see uh, an instance where somebody's puts up a Freemason flag or maybe mm-hmm. paints a square and compasses on a building. Yep. Mm-hmm. And if you're out walking, traveling to another location and mm-hmm. you see this as a, as a Freemason, I would go up there and I'm sure mm-hmm. there'd be the exchange of the words and grips and tokens, like right. you said. And then there would be that. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. You're good. I'm Absolutely. good. And then it could end up being a matter of word getting out. Mm-hmm. So maybe in some in some way or somehow I'm still in contact with another brother, mm-hmm. and I could say, "Hey, look, come here. Mm-hmm. Here's uh, we're starting to. There's another brother, and there's a building. Like I could go to the lodge in Easton, right. let's say, and the fire department and police department are right around the corner from both of those. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so that would be a really good location and. Like you see, you could start to put together some mm-hmm. community, some type of small right. village in essence, mm-hmm. and I could see that growing. And right. you almost get back to, you know, obviously a, a pre-industrial mm-hmm. type society. Of course. Um, and I think there'd be enough of us where you could band together and maybe, you know, root out some of those. You know, mm-hmm. when you said the the bullies and the the mm-hmm. alphas going around, I'm thinking Negan, but Walking yeah. Dead, like mm-hmm. that type of group. <laughs> but we would outnumber them, right? We would outnumber them, absolutely. And you know, I think it's when you think through it. I think in a lot of ways, I think we'd get through it. I mm-hmm. think it would survive. Mm-hmm. And then as you started to form some type of new. I don't know if you want to call it government, but some new authority. Right. Mm-hmm. I think you would just start to adopt some of those policies and tenets of Freemasonry. Absolutely. Because they're, I don't want to, I'm going to say basic, but I don't mean like super, like, like in a stupid sense of mm-hmm. word. They're no, no, basic, no, no, I'm certain, you know, innate qualities of our tenets of Freemasonry that people right. would just buy into because it's mm-hmm. the right thing to do. Right, right, right. You take away all the noise and all the crap and all the BS and all the political mm-hmm. parties. This is the basic way to, to live life. I um, think most people go by that moral code. I mean, it, 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 outside of Freemason, I think most people go by that moral code. But fear and panic yeah. is a major, oh, yeah. major uh, factor yep. in this particular s- certain setting where you're afraid of, well, what's going to happen to my kids? What's going to happen to my wife? What's going to happen to my my father, my mother? Name it. Mm -hmm. And your natural instinct is to go into a defense mode and and protect what's yours. Right. You know, but, you know, one of the major things that it's any type of survivalist will tell you, you cannot make it on your own. And you're Mm going to need to eventually, at some point when this dust kind of settles of the initial shock, Mm -hmm. you would need to band together. And I think Freemasonry would be an awesome... I mean, me personally, um, we have... Phones are dead. Phones are toast. Right. Landlines are toast. Internet is toast. Everything's done, right? Where are you going to go 
where where would you guys go? I know where I would go for the first onset of okay, we need to reach out and meet other people. I'll tell you where I'm going. Right here, Masonic Lodge, and I would go to my because I know my brothers would have the same idea in their head and say, "Let's go to the Masonic Lodge." Uh, Nathan Moss says the exact same thing. Straight to Lodge, I'd go. Straight to Lodge, because you have, and and this is why Freemasonry is amazing in this particular uh, post-apocalyptic or even in in today's setting. Is that we come from all walks of life. Mm -hmm. So when the conspiracy theorists are saying, "Oh, we're the global elite," no. I like the fact that all Masons come from... Ken, you're Mr. Computers. Uh, I I can knock the balls off a fly from 500 yards out with a gun. Well, we haven't uh, established that <laughs> fact yet, but yes. We have so not. We can. Well, that will be happening. Okay. Um, what do you do? <laughs> I'm a minister. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. You we can offer those. spiritual I, relief. I can be your spirit. The there guy, we go. Wait, there we go. Wait, wait, see? So think about monk. this. Think about this. Part-time monk. Retired monk. Retired monk. <laughs> but think, think about this. So we're in this po- post-apocalyptic world, yeah. and we're banding together. Right. And the guy with no soul is your spiritual advisor. <laughs> He's our chaplain. I could do things. <laughs> No, but, you know, my point is, is that each Mason has its own particular set of gear of, uh, try this again. Every Mason has its own particular set of skills. I have a particular set of skills. Yes. Skills to make me a nightmare for people like you. Um, yeah. All right. Um, but like, for instance, I I could drive a flatbed six speed standard truck. Maybe somebody doesn't know how to drive standard. I think between you the know, three of like, us, we could definitely A-team a vehicle together. Hell yes. Oh, yeah. Armor plating and stuff. I think we've got you the skills in this room to pull that off. Definitely not be Mr. T, though. No, I would not be Mr. T. <laughs> I'd be face, man. He'd be face. Yeah. I could see me as Murdoch. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. you're Murdoch. Absolutely, 100%. <laughs> and I'm probably whatever the old guy's name is. Hannibal. Um, Hannibal, yeah. Hannibal. I'd probably be Hannibal. The, bra- the brains and the age. Uh, so, uh... Yeah, um, so that's that's where I would head, would be to Lodge, yep. um, because that's where I know there's people I can trust. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to, I mean, my neighborhood, but where I live particularly is a neighborhood full of old people that I never really talk to, with the exception of my immediate neighbors. So you'd think that, oh, communities will band together. Eh, mess a mess, you know? Yeah. Maybe not. But whereas Freemasonry... And our lodge, would ban, absolutely. we would clearly ban there. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense, too, because in the mm-hmm. general population, you know, in the profane world, as we call it, the, the normal, you know, oh. everybody else that's not a Mason, you, there's a huge diversity mm-hmm. in what everyone does for their vocation, right? So right. if you get a group of those individuals together in a, you know, a po- post-apocalyptic world, there's a bunch of different skills that all come together, but can you trust each other? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Trust is a huge issue when and everybody's going to undermine somebody else. That's so, what it would really come down right, to right. is that trust factor. And yeah. in masonry, mm-hmm. you've got the same thing. We all come from different walks of life. You get mm-hmm. three or four or five of us together. We right. could survive pretty well, yeah, right. I think, if we and, pulled our resources. Well, and, it's that, and I can trust you guys implicitly. So mm-hmm. that's absolutely. It's that order from chaos yep. mm-hmm. that we would provide. Yep. And then I think it would... I think that community would thrive and succeed. So then right. you'd have non-Masons looking to that community mm-hmm, yeah. to want to join it because right. we've got our crap together. And it's almost, right. when, you, when you think about the way that Freemasonry is set up, and obviously it was set up prior to you know, the industrial age and the mm-hmm, electronic mm-hmm. age and whatnot, but it really is kind of a roadmap for 
if something were to happen like this, uh-huh. it is kind of that roadmap. It's right. It's that roadmap, right? Because it's it's it's, it's very basic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know, it would the, certainly give us an advantage. Uh, absolutely. Exactly. And yeah. you know, if if you know, let's say you know, oh, we all came up here, right? And we met. You know, now eventually you'd get, I'm imagine I'm, we are not just the only Masons who would have the same idea in mind. So now you start getting lodges, you know, maybe we talk to Shelton, maybe we talk to Nakatuck because they're there. And now, well, how do you talk to them? Well, I mean, we have other ways of talking to each other. Uh, You got the pig pen cipher. Yeah. Right. Uh, masons who were in the Culpa ring were kind of, and I don't know if it was particularly the Masons, but the Culpa ring was also known for yep. ri- using all of them and writing on eggs. Yeah. Right. So yeah. when you crack the egg, so we're, yep. Masons are very good with their ciphers and their codes mm-hmm. and their symbology. Yep. So where, you know, Joe Schmo on the street who's running the streets trying to rob everybody up and down m- might get a code. He ain't going to know what the hell it means. And nor is he right. going to sit there, especially when he doesn't have internet anymore. Mm-hmm. Because now he can't just Google search anything. So now, and as you're saying that, and you're talking ciphers and not being able to communicate, uh-huh. you're going to need a group of brothers, uh-huh. almost as scouts or messengers, going out right. to find these other lodges, to find these other uh, Masonic communities, and uh-huh. and communicate with them. And you, you'd have this whole... Uh-huh. Runners and yeah, know, almost right. like the Pony Express yeah, type yeah. deal, uh-huh. um, in order to communicate. Or we could light like true uh, story those big pyres that they had in like Lord of the Rings. Where you a true story, you know who the best couriers throughout history during wartime are? What children, prostitutes, oh. and prostitutes, no. but mostly lively children. ladies of cheerful Yeah, yes, lively ladies of cheerful but children. Okay. Because oh, children yeah. are technically they're looked at as harmless. Yeah. I believe That's it would be like terrorist, terroristy though to like send children to bring messages. But who's going to expect people. a child to be a messenger or a courier? Yeah, until somebody does. Yeah. I I know. But I if know. you get what I'm saying, yeah, like it's ingenious if you think about it cuz you know, your guy walking with a gun sees a little kid riding a bike down the road. He's not going to pay two men yeah. to him. But a man or a woman walking with a backpack or a, or a yeah. purse, right? they're going to be or stopped. Or amateur radio, man. You can't stop the wave. Like, I know a yeah. lot of brothers that are ham radio guys. You know. Well, but if you had no electricity, yeah, that could right. be an issue, right? Yeah. Or can you uh, run it off a car battery, battery or something one, like that? Yeah. One other thing yeah. I just want to talk, and I would like to go back on our break and read through, and maybe we can write down mm-hmm. on a piece of paper all the, the, the responses that There's people There's some are, funny responses in there, too. Funny There's ones, but really also the serious ones, because yeah. after the second half of this, I want to have a serious discussion with our listeners and things that they want to say, but one of the things that Worshipful Brother Joseph Schultz said was, when you're hungry, morality is a gray area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True, True, but I don't think that would apply to Freemasonry, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. Because if all of us Freemasons are up here and we're all hungry we're all going to try together collectively to go yes. find our food yeah. right it's highly because unlikely you have a gonna... better probability of finding your resources that you need yeah. in a group rather than just as a singular person mm-hmm. right again uh, if I'm just going out, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna go get food for my family, and I go up by myself, and I take a bullet to the face, or you're whatever going, the case may yeah, be, or I get captured or whatever, right. yep. ain't nobody there to got my six. <clears throat> yep. But if I get captured, but I'm also with a group of other people, not only are they going to report back to my capture and or killing, but now they're going to go out and right. not only protect their family, but mine as well, and considering that I'm no you. longer yeah. on the scene. And yeah. it, it wouldn't take long 
for things to just start to evolve naturally because just right. we've been talking about this for what a half hour now yeah yeah we're gonna yeah, take a break yeah. momentarily and then we're gonna start hitting some questions and i'm already thinking it's like okay we need to we we need to establish a line there mm -hmm. has to be mm -hmm. some kind of authority absolutely we need to have an election we need to have a master and, and fill officers chairs so that there's some type of authority I'm yeah, already, we're back. We're good we're again. Back. I'm already wearing the top hat. <laughs> <laughs> but Cast the thing is, you would, you would do that. So for me, I'm like, I deal with this shit again. <laughs> <laughs> we still vote you in as secretary. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you would have that chain of command and authority. Mm -hmm. um, and again, similar to like a Masonic Lodge, depending on how long this thing went on for. Mm -hmm. All right. We would just know, okay, you have one year term. Well, and then you're done. And to then, that point, I want to also add, when you get a, a band of people who, outside of Freemasonry, who band together as a community and say, hey, we're going to work together and all that stuff, how do they choose who's their boss? Mm, what well. you end up getting is infighting. Oh, I'm going to lead. Yeah, no, right. I'm going to lead. And then you get the, 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 the fighting over one another right. to see who's vying for position. Yeah. With us, we wouldn't have that. And we say, hey, hey, that. What are you? What are you? What are right. you? What are you? All right, let's have a vote. Yeah. <laughs> and then if there was any like big, huge discussion, we'd say, ah, no politicking. Right. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. here, here's yeah. what we have. Pick. Yeah. Realistically, we're going to have a vote. The, the creators of Freemasonry were very sound mm -hmm. in how they set us up. Absolutely. Very, Absolutely. very sound for, you know, we're so worried as, as Freemasons. But, oh, well, we need to get on the elect We need to get on the grid and we need to do this. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we talk about it, too. But we also have that flip side of we can go back to our very basic roots. Yep. We have that structure. Yeah. We have that structure. And, and, it's not still based on technology, and it and still works. works. And, you know, everybody's so concerned about, oh, well, all of our secrets are all over Freemasonry. Me, one of them. I don't think it's right yeah. that our secrets aren't Freemasonry. But think about it if the World Wide Web and the grid went down. Yeah. Right. You can't Google search anything anymore. Yep. And you're back to the stonemason guilds with right. your means of recognition yep. and traveling and like you, you go right back to that. And and again, if you if you're a group of, of bandits or whatever decide to come up into the Masonic Lodge where we're all pretty much I'm not saying we would stay here in the Masonic Lodge. No, but we do have a lot of swords here. Yeah. We do have a lot of swords. We have that we have that You've got that that Templar yeah, sword. Yeah I got too. that Templar sword that'll cut your ass in half. More weaponry than most. <laughs> but um but even if like a band of uh, bandits decide to call, oh, let's go into the Masonic Lodge because I remember what their handshake are. You better not be wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a bad day. Right. So, so you could be like the, um, I won't say the name, but that, that tribe that couldn't pronounce a certain word. Mm. Yeah. And it yeah. cost them their life. It cost yeah. them a lot, didn't it? Yeah, it a did. lot of them died that day. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, it's... It's, a, it's, it's scary to think about, but it's almost, mm -hmm. as we're talking through this, it's almost uh, a little bit calming. Yeah. That mm -hmm. At least you got Hey, you know what? There, there's, we're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. Now, Even though question. I'm a computer guy, and uh, I think it was Joe Schultz or Greg Schultz said that I'm going to be like the first to die or whatever. <laughs> He's no, he, I think guy. he said something about If the I'm with world. my brothers, I can still provide, right. uh, you know, I, I can fix cars and stuff. Yeah. I'm uh, pretty mechanically Can inclined. you hotwire a car? I could hotwire a car. Well, then there you go. Yeah, that's good. that's going to be helpful. Get you transportation. So, I'm a pretty good shot with a rifle. So before yeah, we go to break, skills. question for both of you. Yes. Do either of you have a bug out kit that you're willing no. to admit? No. I do. I'm close, but no. I've got a three day pack, which you're familiar with being in the military. Yes. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's ready. Mm -hmm. It's ready to go. Uh, I really should. I had one for a while and then i kind of fell off the wagon and kind of fell apart 
Um, well, I, I guess then I'll be master. I don't anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't anymore, but I, I think a three-day bug-out bag is a good idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. Regardless if there's a anything major going to happen, or I mean, you just never anything know. can happen. It could be you know? a hurricane. It could be a down right. tree where you just lose electricity mm-hmm. and you don't, you can't get out of your house yeah. or, or whatever. First and foremost, at least have an extra set of clothing in your car. Mm-hmm. Have water. Have clean food. drawers. Yeah, gotta have clean drawers and yep. TP protein bars and yeah, stuff because if you get stuck in a flood or something like that or in a snowstorm and you have to wait for the emergency personnel to get to you, mm-hmm. even if your phone works and everything, at least have something so that right. you're not. And mark my so two things that I would highly recommend for any bug out kit. Giovanni Gararia. If I screw that Gariga. up, I apologize. Garia. Garia. Never thought to go to the lodge. Damn. That's a good thought in my group. Um, the EMT. So see, so you have oh, brothers you that mm-hmm. are first responders mm-hmm. that have uh, or EMTs. They could help you with stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's. I forgot my thought. Go brother, ahead. brother Mike Cambrecht. This uh, might seem crazy. But think of our ritual training. Uh, not just the ritual itself, but what we do with it. Hmm. Rehearse it. Rehearse it. Uh, Confer degrees. Which takes us book to, back to my book of book Eli. Of I'm not, he's oh, going to make me watch like, this freaking uh, movie again. No, I think he's, maybe he's <laughs> talking about... Um, like oh, no, I know exactly what he's talking about. He's talking about at the end when he was... He re- he memorized the Bible and oh, they were rewriting right. it. Yeah, you can't. Uh, pick it up. I, I'm picking up what you're so putting the information down. Information is not lost yep. because yes, yeah, that's, that's a good, good job, Mike. Very good job. nice, very nice. You were saying one thing that should always be in a bug out kit. Oh, that's two things good. actually. Two things. Mm-hmm. Dryer lint. Dryer oh, yeah. lint uh, fire kindling. starter. It, it yeah, it'll yeah, start absolutely. a fire like you read about. Mm-hmm. And um, the other gotcha, thing Mike. that'll be, I. I Guarantee you'd be worth more than gold. Uh-huh. Female sanitary products. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. you could use them for a lot of things. And like mm-hmm. you said, TP. TP. Yep. Conve- I, convenience items will be at a very high value. But we also, one other thing is you need to find a way to purify your water. But hey, why don't we take a break? Yeah. All right, and then we'll theorize and throw some st- more stuff around uh, in regards. We might have to go a little long on this. That's fine. You were enjoying this, right? I See, am. you were you were you were one of the skeptics of the alternate universe, and now we've sold you. Oh, well, because <laughs> well, because when you say alternate universe, I, I see like the Scooby Doo thing, like the. No, we go dark. We're like. Now you give me an idea for another green screen thing. Um, but we could keep pulling off masks until we hit. Yeah. If it weren't for you lousy Freemasons, we would have gotten away with this. Giovanni, uh, Brother Giovanni writes, uh, cigarettes and whiskey is a great currency. Cigarettes Damn would be. right. Cigarettes absolutely, absolutely would be. Whiskey does have medicinal properties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right, we're going to pause. We're going to keep the live going, but we're going to pause the recording. Yeah, we're going to take five minutes. And great then, feedback, guys. Yeah, keep it up, because we're going to keep talking about this as long as you're willing to listen. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is great conversation. Yeah, I it love is. this it is. alternate universe thing and how it applies to Freemasonry. So, all right, we're going to pause it up. We'll be back. We're back. Uh, we are back. We're uh, continuing our discussion about uh, Freemasonry in the post-apocalyptic world and how it would apply and or be used if society was to go belly up. So uh, we're going to continue with this, com- uh, with this, uh, with this conversation. Um, we got uh, a couple of co- comments that were on here. Uh, George's hat is cockeyed. Yeah, 
It's not all. I'll fix that. There we go. Now I'm nice and tall. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. Figured you picked that hat. <laughs> I'm going to add a couple inches. What do you want from me? On the hat. On my height. All right? <laughs> Dirty. Dirty. Jesus. Uh, Y'all need Jesus. Propane generators. All right. Uh, Gideon said profane generators. Profane generators. Wow. If that I was like the case, that. if that we ran like off profanity, yeah. if we ran off profanity, we would have power for, we'd be able to power the whole East Coast. Yep. The Schultz brothers are our <laughs> profane generators. Yep. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, back on our subject. Um, Freemasonry in the post-apocalyptic world. Uh, what are some other things that uh, would, would apply to Freemasonry? Um, starting from the basics, uh, we've already discussed pretty much that uh, we would we as Freemasons would know where to go mm-hmm. to find out our own brothers. Um, I think there would be a lot of, a lot more use of our symbols, much more. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, you'd see a lot of people rocking more square and compasses. Uh, granted, you're probably not going to be moving by vehicle because vehicles are going to be a very sought out thing considering that you know uh, eventually I mean, how long does your car run off a, off tank gas a week it, tops depending on yeah so if you get into week four week five there's no gas there's no supplies you're probably not gonna be driving your car around you know even if even if you stocked up on gas which i mean realistically you can stock up on gas but i mean gas has a shelf life too where yeah. eventually it runs out of its um it's energy dissipates it's energy yeah time, yeah huh? it dissipates over time and what you're gonna have is you're going to put gas in your car and it's going to be like water. <laughs> it's yeah. just not going to run. And you may actually be using cars not more so as a mode of transportation, but you might be using it as some type of power generator. Where Power generator, like shelter yeah. in, in, certain, in certain circumstances. Um, but you're going to see a lot more people actually rocking square encompasses on their persons so mm-hmm. that if they, on the chance that they bang into... Uh, another Mason. Absolutely. You're going to get some crossover. Yep. Uh, and I mean, Freemasonry is not the only group that's going to, I mean, you're going to have, I'm sure, I mean, realistically, of all of our of the symbols that are in the world, that one is probably one of the most recognized. It's the largest fraternity I mean, in the could you tell Absolutely. me what the Knights of Columbus, look? their symbol looks like? No. No. Could you tell me what the Elks Club symbol looks like? An elk. That's an elk, I think. <laughs> but realistically, how many other people are going to realize, oh, you're an elk? No, they're not going to recognize that. But if you rock a square and compass, it's Absolutely. one of a kind. Yep. You're going to recognize it. I mean, you're also going to get this with also... Um, we, we can handle the Rotarians. I'm pretty sure we can handle them. I don't know. <laughs> they're scrappy. <laughs> um... <laughs> uh, Greg Schultz, uh, worship brother Greg Schultz. I'll be wearing my podcast T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. And Agent Forty Seven just signed on. Oh Welcome. wow! I haven't seen him in a while. Um, so a couple brothers and I actually talked about this possibility. Really? You know, because as we do, you know, yep. we have our meetings and of then we come downstairs and we have a couple beers and we shoot the BS right. together. Of course, of course, of course. And at one point, the you know the the whole prepper thing came up, and so mm-hmm. you know if, if everything hit the fan. What would we do? Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not going to say what our actual plan is because right, obviously, you know, giving that away <laughs> is probably a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we decided on was first we would go to the lodge, mm-hmm. which seems to be what every Mason would do. Going on, Rob. And then we would get ourselves to a particular store, mm-hmm. okay, in a particular town, which I won't say where it is, mm-hmm. but it happens to have a really. It, it's, it's up on a hill. Mm-hmm. And there's a um, like an embankment, uh, um, 
what do you call those things? Retaining wall mm-hmm. all the way mm-hmm. around. And there are two ways to get up, you know, like ramps, basically. So easily to get up into the parking lot. Exactly. Yep. So you put a couple cinder block walls there, a couple of Jersey barriers, mm-hmm. which the highway happens to be right on the other side of the woods behind mm-hmm. this building. Mm-hmm. So you could go and grab some, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Some equipment and some mm-hmm. uh, jersey barriers, and you could set up kind of a choke point, right? So mm-hmm. that only people that, you know, the only people that get up there are the people that you want to get up there. Mm-hmm. So it's an easy, easily defensible position. This particular store also happens to have everything in the world in it: mm-hmm. camping equipment, generators, a gas station, like all kinds of things. Um, so we basically figured that we would first, you know, group ourselves together at the Masonic Lodge, mm-hmm. make a run for this location and defend it right and you know we're not saying that only brothers would be allowed there but obviously you have to kind of vet everybody that Mm -hmm. that you're uh, bringing into that location so that's kind of what our plan is and i've even thought like through this when you know things happen and you start thinking through you know i I think of traveling Mm -hmm. and transportation how you would get to certain places and I'll tell you, a lot of towns, especially in this area, I can't speak for across the country, mm-hmm. have these old rail systems that have been converted mm-hmm. to trails for running and biking. Right, right. I think those become your major mm-hmm. highways. I Good mean, point. if you wanted to have some cover and right. I mean, realistically, not be way out in the open. If I might also add, literally, from this exit right here down to Naugatuck, that's the Naugatuck State Forest, and it's a huge... Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a huge state forest that literally links. I mean, you can cross right over couple basically towns, a couple yeah. towns. You can go from Bethany to Naugatuck, Naugatuck yeah. to Oxford. I mean, it, it's 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 prime real estate, yep. and it's on a high. It's actually called High Rock State Park. Yeah, uh, and it, it's you can see from basically I've I've put pictures on my own personal Facebook where you can see literally all the way to Seymour and almost mm-hmm. all the way to Waterbury. Yep. So anything traveling along that stretch of highway, you could see. Right. So I mean, uh, me personally, I think uh, you know in this post-apocalyptic world, eventually once a group of Masons would get together they would come up with a collective of where we go and you'd see a lot of the suburban and urban areas people would would leave like Mm -hmm. for me personally i always thought like my grandfather was a cabin up in vermont right yeah that's off in the freaking woods that's called the green mountains and uh it's aspen village or whatever and it's 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 in the middle of freaking nowhere the Mm -hmm. closest place that's near you is a 20 minute ride away yep and there's zero civilization. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's where to go. If you can um, get up there. <coughs> yeah, it depends on your timing and everything. But, oh, God. Yeah. Thanks, Joe Schultz. Yeah, you like that? For transportation, you would use animals like a donkey. Mm-hmm. I would call him Dominic. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yep. Uh, I really hate that. Yeah, and uh, Mike, uh, brother Mike uh, says, uh, Mike the intern says, uh, guys, remember you're all likely walking wherever you're yeah. going. That's to yeah. the point I was making. Right. Is that yeah. you're going to have you know, square encompasses on your right. persons, maybe on a backpack, maybe on a shirt, maybe yep. people are going to recognize this. Yes. And yes, you could potentially steal a Mason's shirt or steal a Mason's patch, but the minute you get to go, yeah, the minute you go to get vetted, that wouldn't be smart. Right. It'd be a. Yeah. Bad move. <laughs> yep. Maybe we wouldn't. I mean, I've got property up north too, and depending mm-hmm. on what the situation is, I would like to get up to that. But if I can't, then I would just get out of the city. Mm-hmm. Get out of you know. Yeah, absolutely. It's just the population density in the cities is higher, and you don't want to you know 
is you don't want to mess with that. And brother, off. brother Gideon Bookelman, I don't think it should be something like Mason's only community. Being in Lodge, for example, but I believe Mason should share the moral blueprint to help establish a broader community. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, there's nothing saying that the Masons are just going to stay amongst the Masons. Yeah. But, but I think it would start that I way. I think it would yeah. start that way. It's easy. It's and easier I, to start that And way. I also believe that with that being said, you would continue to see entered apprentice degrees, fellow crafts, mm-hmm. and master mason degrees continuing on in mm-hmm. this post-apocalyptic yep. world because it, realistically, it's our way of trusting you. Yep. That right. you're oh, taking, yeah. It's our way of trusting you. So if there's an outsider, you eventually you're, you're going to start gonna, seeing... You're going to become a mason. You're going to become a mason. Like a military lodge, you would have kind of a lodge. <laughs> also, I also with what you were saying, is that it would start with masons, right? You're also going to join this community of Freemasoning, understanding that they are the ones in power. Mm-hmm. They're the ones making the decisions. Yep. Yeah, I think that's a... <laughs> All we would be able to eat is pancakes, Joe Shaw. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's right. And green beans. Yes. And green, <laughs> green beans. Bring me all the Bisquick mix. Uh, actually, uh, Brother Rob Fowler says he wants an S&C-A-R. I've always been a fan of stag. No, I think he's talking about square encompasses AR. Oh, square encompasses. Yeah. Oh, I seen AR. Like I thought he was talking about no. Stag's my favorite company. Yeah, I mean they Masons make, do tend to. Uh, there, there does seem to be a larger percentage of men Spaghetti who own firearms too. in Freemasonry. So, <laughs> so I think we would go. be relatively. Yeah, we'd be well equipped. Well equipped. But then yeah. we also talked about. So let's fast forward in this post-apocalyptic world, and now we're two years in. Mm-hmm. And now there's some semblance of a mm-hmm. local government. We won't even go state or, or national. You're in the throes of a local government. Don't lose your thought. I just want to reply <laughs> ahead, to something real quick. Uh, Giovanni says, living in Brooklyn, I have think about my plan for almost 24-7. Always have mm-hmm. a plan. A through Z for multiple reasons. This is my favorite subject to discuss. Sorry if I'm leaving way too many comments. Oh, Hell no. It's all good. Though. You can comment all day long. This is this no, is what we up. have the live for. Comment, please. Continue, Joe. So you you'd have these local governments start mm-hmm. to form, which then gets back to a conversation we had a few podcasts ago about mm-hmm. if only government could exist in a way where people could disagree mm-hmm. and not have it become political, for lack of a better term, or, you mm-hmm. know, partisan, yeah. probably a better term, partisan. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of that BS just wouldn't exist. No. At least, again, at the onset. Who mm-hmm. knows where it goes? But, right. you know, it gets back to, you know, who can best work and best agree. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that would be the guiding principle, and you'd, you'd have a lot of this BS right. go away. Right. Absolutely. No, I, I agree with it. Um, and again... And then we would have a political party. We would have. Yeah. <laughs> We'd have the political party. Yeah, that's going back a couple episodes. <laughs> and also, like, I don't think the whole, like, true democracy <sighs> thing works. Like, obviously, <laughs> we have... Um, Holy shit. <laughs> Uh, Worship Brother Greg Schultz, two years, and Ken would own a chain of tanning salons. Wow. He also said something earlier about me getting, like, a tan from the radiation or something. (laughs) Yes. But I, I mean, oh, I, so so in our lodges, when we elect our leadership, it's it's a true democracy. 
right? It's a, what, two-thirds majority or something like that, right? So there's no electoral college. There's no checks and balances or anything like that. But mm. so obviously that's probably not going to work in a broader society, right? Like mm. on a scale of like the entire United States. Right. I think it would work initially in mm. the small group settings Absolutely. that we end mm. up in after right. an apocalyptic kind of thing. Absolutely. Uh, Giovanni also, brother sure. Giovanni also writes, uh, for some reason, I can't see the live feed. If you guys brought up any of my comments. Yes. Yes, I have. We've actually brought uh, up several. We brought up several. Mm -hmm. Um, if, uh, you aren't hearing any of this, you'll hear it all when we, uh, post the podcast episode, uh, probably with the today or tomorrow, I'll probably yep. end up, uh, it's just pretty cut and dry. I haven't dropped too many F bombs. I haven't had too many word flubbles. So I think, uh, we're, we're good for this one. This one's going to be an easy edit and it's, it's yeah. been flowing too. So. <clears throat> Um, let's see here. You're, you're also going to have, uh, I mean, just as an example, you know, we, how many times have we been down to the bar or been somewhere where we're as Masons, either whether in suit with our, with our name tags mm -hmm. or, and people actually know who we are and they respect us. Oh my God, you guys did the bike raffle a couple of weeks ago. Exactly. I love what you guys do. Yep, the so show. you're going to get a lot of people in this post-apocalyptic world that are going to recognize that this particular group of people and or Freemasons, because again, I feel like Freemasons at this point, now again, we can survive on our own mm -hmm. in this post-apocalyptic world, but one of our tenets is to you know, contribute as liberally as you can do to all mankind, but most more, especially, especially brother. a brother. Right. right. So I feel like Masons at some point would start to reach out to help people yes in this once together. we got our own once we've we figured out all right this is our structure this is what we're doing this yes. is who's in charge this is our food this is what we're going to do if we run across somebody along these lines whether it be you know a family in dis in distress mm -hmm. or you know uh, uh, me as a jarhead and i got a problem lighting somebody up too if they piss us off or not piss us off but yeah, do enough. some something against the moral code but you know we're, we would protect the innocent I feel right. as Freemasons we would yeah. and we would bring yep. more people in that way and I think you'd also get people that would naturally gravitate to us like you said because they see the symbol mm -hmm. they might not know what we're about but even if all they know are the stuff they've seen on the internet or right. conspiracy mm -hmm. theory stories they're going to mm -hmm. see that symbol and be like okay one, they must know what's going on. They also must be in power, too. So I so want to align myself. With yes, exactly. there you go. Exactly. That's beautiful. Uh, Even if they think that we're evil, devil-worshipping people, but they're also going to see survival. us. It's survival. It's survival. survival. Absolutely. Yeah. And they're going to say, oh, oh, you know. And again, I would have just... Disclaimer, we are not devil worshippers. We yeah. are not bad people. We are no, anything. We're we are not, not NWO. World. Right. But I'm saying those people that think the, that... Would for, naturally gravitate yes. towards us because it's well, survival. Shit. It's better to be with them than against them. Absolutely. Yeah. So Absolutely. you get to, that as well. Unfortunately, too. in those circumstances, there's crappy circumstances to have to do so. But at least that gives you the opportunity to kind of re-educate people and say, "Hey, right, we're not uh, those people." Brother Mike Cambrecht, Freemasonry provides uh, leadership training that will truly help run communities and eventually lead society back to the light. Absolutely, absolutely, hundred percent agree. Yep. Uh, Brother Rob Fowler, I'm not some kind of crazy prepper like TV, but my family has plans for years. We know meeting points and have a few stash laid out in different directions in case it's need be. Yeah, also rendezvous that. points. Hell yeah. You need to do that. You, you, you know, and, and some people are like, that's crazy. That's crazy. But you know what? What's the alternative? Not right. being prepared? Right. Of something going belly up? Like, 
yeah. dangerous thing to to not be prepared in some way. It's and this is what drives me insane about these people anti Second Amendment. And I'm not trying to get too political, but but you are Germany took away people's guns, and look what happened. Use your freaking brain. You got to learn to protect your family because I'm so, uh, realistically, if somebody kicks in your door to your house. What's the police response time? Roughly. Whatever it happens to be. I mean, it's better in some areas. than Five others, to ten minutes? Yeah. By that point, it's yeah, over with. Exactly. They can't be, like, right on your doorstep your all the time. So. Oh, brother James McGuire. Uh, we are... Oh, boy. It jumped quick. Hold on one second. I'm going to read it, James. Uh, are we the only group that will feel we should be leading mm. in this post-apocalyptic world? How do we acknowledge democracy... A competent competition. Well, and I said that, I kind of touched on that before. You're going to get... Small groups. You're going to get other groups. Again, if somebody's wearing a Eagle uh, Eagle Globe and Anchor, I'm going to recognize them as well as a, right. as a Marine. But the difference is, is that Marines don't have a proper vetting system to distinguish other Marines because you have cases of stolen valor all over the place. However, a Mason will pick out another Mason in the darkness as well as in the light. Yep. Right. Right off the cuff without even a blink of an eye. And I think if it were a legitimate organization, mm-hmm. we would at some point look to merge. And not necessarily merge from an organization standpoint. Like uh-huh. <clears throat> join forces. Join forces. Uh, form an alliance. Form an alliance yeah. with with those other groups. Um, once we felt like they were doing the right thing. Uh, Giovanni, what about a uh, Mason Special Force for that reason? Trusting people are helping a family in distress seeking follow brothers, etc., etc. Yeah, I think yeah. eventually what's going to happen in, in, in what would happen in this hypothetical post-apocalyptic world is that even in a Masonic Lodge, everyone, we have, we have uh, committees, Right. right in our, our lodge, we have finance committee. We have patriotic services committee. We have so many freaking committees that committees that somebody leads. I think if you know if brass came to bolts, like we're gonna need to come up with okay, Joe, you're gonna be the one who's outreaching for people who are hurting. Me, I'm gonna be special forces. Why? Because I'm small, I'm short, I get into places. <laughs> so. I'm gonna be the Vietnam. Uh, what do they call them? The tunnel rats. The tunnel rats. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be you. But no, you, uh, would, you Ken would have... obviously wouldn't be on any type of special forces because he glows what? in the dark. Yeah, um, that's true. <laughs> he'd be uh, our... He, well, yeah, he couldn't be uh, the night force. No, he couldn't be a night he force. He could be a night light. He would show up on a night vision he goggle. He could be a night light. But you're... I got the Holy day watch. Shit. Always on the day watch. <laughs> no, but you could... Oh, um, you would definitely have that's different... Awesome. And that's where you get back to the structure of the lodge. Right. Where you have somebody in charge. You have your wardens, your master... Right. And then you have your committees, and right. they would have jobs. And the membership committee delegate. is the one that goes out and uh, looks for... <laughs> Brother Mike, also known as uh, Mike the Intern, writes, I, I live near a nuclear power plant. We need to have a disaster plan. Yeah. No, you yeah. don't. Get away you get, from it. <laughs> no, you get closer to that. You've never seen X-Men? Come on, guys. He I mean, could be like... Maybe. I don't He could know be the next happens. Cyclops. Yeah. <sighs> Could be, or he could just be the guy yeah, that glows in the dark. Exactly. Yeah, the probability is low. <laughs> Radiation sucks. Uh, uh, Giovanni, stranded response time is three to ten minutes, depending on exactly. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you blink an eye, it's over with, no matter what the situation yeah, it's is. It's like three to five minutes in my town. Gotta have. Still, which like, could be. And just like in the movie The Untouchables, 
never bring a knife to a gunfight. Yeah. <laughs> I've got I mean, those every, you know, everybody's got their opinions I mean, that's not the that. exact words, but I'm also not going to repeat right. that. <laughs> I think I have before, and I had to delete it out. Uh, let's see here. Uh, somebody put a giant picture up. Yeah, I know. It kind of like uh, threw all the comments <laughs> off. It did. Uh, Knights Templar would become a re- uh, the reality of a Masonic army. Uh, Worship Brother Greg, I strongly disagree because if you've seen half of the Knights Templar, there's no way they're running. Yeah, but I mean, like philosophically, I get <laughs> it. And the, their because... fuzzy hats would give them away. Yeah, I think the Chapeaus probably wouldn't work out. I mean, fuzzy hats. You're <laughs> obligated to protect uh, to protect um, day pilgrims watch. on the the road, right? So, I mean, that I can see philosophically where. Philosophically, you could. This is going to be the best podcast ever. (laughs) Yeah, I saw Jim Trensky, Daywatch, then maybe you would get tanned legs. (laughs) Daywalker. Daywalker. Rob Fowler. I'm having a hell of a time with these comments because they're just coming in so fast here. Uh, Let's see. Rob Fowler. As Agent 47, I'll make sure the Illuminati are kept away. Oh, cool. Now, we don't want to get stuck with any vulture piss or freaking eagle skulls or lion skulls or whatever the hell. They've actually calmed down. I haven't heard anything no, about the Illuminati Brotherhood, so I guess that whole scam has kind of fallen away. Either that or they just picked an easier target. Yeah, yeah. They picked a soft Word target. got out, don't go after Word got out, yeah, yeah. No, there's some podcast They're going to call you back. <laughs> <laughs> We're not clever enough. Are you Illuminati? Yes. Oh, well. Yeah. There's a midget, a cadaver, and a guy with no soul coming after us. They tr- and a puppet! <laughs> that trumps goat piss. <laughs> we got nothing on them. Ah. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, Mike Amberg, I want to be Wolverine or Deadpool. There you go. You'd probably look like Deadpool if the nuclear reactor ever went off. I'm just saying, I've seen pictures of Chernobyl. Pretty bad. Those are valid aspirations, though. (laughs) It's worth a shot, right? I mean, you wouldn't have to worry about cancer or anything like that, right? I mean, I guess I'd be more worried about, uh, you know, my family and stuff and... Greg getting Schultz getting away like... from major utilities like that. <laughs> Greg Schultz would be more like cesspool. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually a G.I. Joe. He's part of the Cobra. Oh. Cesspool. Come on. Really? G.I. Joe! I remember the show. I don't remember a character. So cesspool was a cesspool. character that was part of Cobra? Yes. In G.I. Joe? Yes. In the video game, anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, Regular I Nintendo? His name is Cesspool? That. I'll believe I'm wrong. I'm not doubting Come you. Come on now. You mean, the more you know. Uh, the more you also, know. another item to keep in your bug out yeah. bag is Ginger, since he's soulless. <laughs> yep. Knowing is half the battle. Uh, Brother Rob Father, heck, I want to be the Hulk. It would be a great way to get rid of the beer gut. <laughs> Fair point. Um, but uh, back on the main subject there, I think uh, what you'd eventually have is with all of Freemasonry being, it's, it's kind of crazy. If you really think about it, if you really, really, really want to think about it, it's almost like the, the creators of Freemasonry thought that this would happen. Really think about it. I mean, kind of creepy. They, they, they set up a primitive way of vetting each other. They set up a primitive form of, of being able to distinguish one another. Well, I mean, there were reasons, different reasons different for that. Different reasons, but I, but I mean, it works in that. It transcends through yeah. time. I yeah. mean, especially in this digital age of everything's on computer and, you know, basically everything we own is on the freaking internet. But I mean, think about it in terms of everything just stopped. Masons would still be able to distinguish Masons. Mm-hmm. I mean... 
I, again, I was in the Marine Corps, but I couldn't distinguish another Marine. Even if he was wearing the Eagle Globe and Anchor, I would be like, oh, you're a, you're a Marine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you can come up with anything. Oh, hurrah. Uh, yeah, where did you serve? <laughs> That's all we got. I mean, other than where did you serve or, or what, you know, uh... You know, what was your 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 boot camp uh, platoon? Again, I was thirty ninety three Lima Company, you know, third battalion. But you know, anybody can say second battalion. Blah 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 blah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and you wouldn't know. The you wouldn't know the difference. Right? Yeah. I mean, as long as you have a basic idea of a military structure, you're good. Mm-hmm. You know, but Freemasonry has a vetting system where we can distinguish right. what you are and whether or not you're full of shit. Moods again. William Morgan got found out that he was full of shit, and yeah. then Lucinda had him. <laughs> sweet, 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 Lucinda. sweet Lucinda. <laughs> but even if it wasn't uh, intentional, I believe in you. <laughs> um, and they, there was no way they could foresee something like this or technology going where it was. And if it was unintentional, mm-hmm. it still showcases the brilliance of the Freemasonry ritual because right. it, it mm-hmm. it's timeless. It truly is timeless. I got a joke. Could you imagine if this post-apocalyptic world, the three of us are out there, right? And, you know, guns blazing. We're going to save the innocent. And we find a lady on the ground. I'm like, oh, ma'am, are you okay? We're going to save you. We're going to bring you back to us. It's Lucinda Pendleton. Pick her up off the ground. Be like, oh, what's your name? My name is George. She's like, Lucinda. And all you hear is like, ah! (laughs) Out of uh, Monty Python and the search like, run away, run away! (laughs) Just, here's a scary... Messers behind us with the coconuts. Yeah. Here's a bottle of water. You're on your own. Here's a scarier picture. Uh. Scarier picture. It's now 100 years past our post-apocalyptic world. Oh, okay. Right. And you look up at this new mountain, and there's a carving on it. It's a a new Mount Rushmore of sorts. And it's the three of us Mm. and the puppet on this freaking new, (laughs) new Mount Rushmore. And we're like, oh, yeah, look, look at those. Those are the guys. Yeah. Now, see, I thought you were going to take Saint that differently, George. but I appreciate it, though. Saint I figured Joe. it was going to be Ken up here, Joe up here, and then me somewhere down here at the bottom of the mountain. <laughs> I think that's where you're halfway going. Halfway up at. the mountain? I'm saying that, yeah, halfway up the mountain. I'm like, ah, oh, here we go. Here we go. Um, let's see here. Mike Hambrecht. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Let's uh, go back a little bit further. Um... It was primitive because they were primitive. Absolutely. Talking about the the primitive form of communication. Um, he also writes, uh, uh, this is Joseph Schultz, uh, worship brother Joseph Schultz. Uh, what's old would become new? Uh, you can even take it one step further and say the history repeats itself. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You take technology out of the equation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Jim Trensky. But the signs and the tokens are the real way to seem... To see who brothers are, you are correct. You're damn right. Yeah. That that would be uh, that would be a major thing. My Cambrick writes: uh, Freemasonry is about education, and my freaking computer froze. It's about education as well as knowledge. Thank you. I believe we would take over the libraries and promote education. I could absolutely see. Mm-hmm. That. Yep. Absolutely. Um, like we are about spreading knowledge, and, and you know, if we I think could, we'd also teach people. Like for instance, say, if I knew about farming. Exactly. Yeah. I knew about growing crops. Took the words to right out of my show mouth. Show somebody else. Absolutely. Hey, here's how you can survive on your own. And here's some of us skills. Some of us are old enough to still know how to use the card catalog system in, mm-hmm. uh, in the library. So do we decimal? Our, yeah. Uh, our Brother Rob Fowler, he asks, uh, "How would we vet the women? We really should have some women with us. Should we though? I'm just kidding." <laughs> 
Obviously, we'd break Well, do you understand why they let go of the women when the Titanic was on its way down? You know why they let the women and children off, right? Because they couldn't do anything? No, because the men could come up and they could come up with a solution in silence. Oh. That's the... Oh, that's a joke. No disrespect. Yeah. Didn't really work out that way. There's some disrespect. Thank God. may not have been intended. Thank God Suzanne is not on. Suzanne will come after you. Suzanne will you're at the door. You son of a bitch. Uh, all That's a good question, though. though. I mean, I guess, I mean, we'd, we'd vet people the same way that you Absolutely. vet anyone. And I think, it, it, believe it or not, in this post-apocalyptic idea, you would definitely see women being obligated as Freemasons. Because I'm sorry, men, women, or child, we need to trust you. If we're right. forming yeah. our own community, we need to trust you. Yeah, I mean, there are other ways to gain trust, too, right? Like, even sure. if you're, okay, so if you're not of the, the correct criteria to be mm-hmm. a Mason and to be obligated, then at the very least, you kind of observe them, mm-hmm. observe their behavior, and if they're I mean, know, doing sketchy things, think about you're it in less this, likely to trust them. And think about it in this terms. It's post-apocalyptic. There is no more Grand Lodges, so it's not like we're sending minutes to a Grand Lodge. Right. It's going to be yeah, individual sure. lodges yeah. banding together. Yeah. And what you're, you know, you're going to need as much help as you can get in this community. And the last thing you want to do is alienate a particular sect, whether it be, uh, you know, somebody of a different race, religion, or sex from, from not participating in this. Like women would be in a sense equal because you're going to need all hands on deck to help form this new community of protection and keeping each other safe and or feeding one another. Yep. So you're eventually you're going to start to see certain things of, uh, in my opinion, this is solely my opinion, you would see certain things that have become tradition break down because of the change of what has occurred. Right. And I think, you know, when you're just thinking through some of this stuff as the questions come in, and great questions, great job by our Absolutely. listeners. Absolutely. Hell yeah, you guys have been awesome. But the first thing that I would do is I grab my daughter or, or any woman that I was close to that I wanted to. Giovanni. Come- Thank you for participating. Have a good night. Hey, have a good night, Giovanni. And Merry Christmas. Or Happy Holidays. But the first thing that I would do is I would grab my daughter or any woman that I was close with and take one of my pins and lapel pins and put it on them. Yep. So Mm -hmm. in essence, I don't want to say mark them, but in essence, you're giving them them a sense, (laughs) you're giving them an identification so Uh that as they're out there, if somebody were, another brother were to come across them they would immediately recognize it mm-hmm. and even if i weren't there uh-huh. they would take them in and protect them absolutely like i i i'd grab my those lapel pins uh-huh. and say wear absolutely. this whether it's the put it on and yeah don't do ask not questions. take this off and right. if they where'd you get that oh my dad gave it to me what does that mean i i don't know my dad gave it to me right like, yeah but mm-hmm. they know that but they would know because part exactly. of our part of our obligations, not again the detail, is to do certain things for the family. For the family. Yep. So, uh, great idea. Point. It's that's, the same way we put squares and compasses on our wives' cars, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, anybody else? I think it's pretty. I think we pretty much did a hell of a job tackling this hypothetical situation. I yeah. like this. This is this always. Is, fun. I told you. This I'm gonna come up with some one. more. Don't you worry. You guys can throw some at me too. If uh, any of our listeners are watching and you have another alternate universe thing that you want to throw at us, mm-hmm. throw it at us. Again, we've come up the last two. One yeah. of the two was, uh, what was the last one we did, Ken? That was you and uh, me. That was uh, what would happen if Masons actually 
ruled the, ruled the world. world. If we were right. the NWO. This one is in the post-apocalyptic yeah. world. Maybe if aliens uh, How made fast first contact with the Masonic Lodge. Uh, Worshipable brother, uh, yeah. excuse me, uh, brother Mike Hambrecht, uh, or Mike the Intern, a.k.a. How fast would you begin to initiate women? I do not think that it would happen initially. No. no, I think it would be a. It would be some time, an as and as needed type. I of thing. think it would start off with the brothers because we already have a structure. I think this would be a little bit wild down the road because Masons have a structure. We wouldn't start initiating and doing degrees until we had a base of a community. Yeah, exactly. I and think you got to look out for uh, survival th- needs. First. Yes, right. I think Masons we would have to come priority. up with a structure. We'd have to come up with a plan. There would be a a whole to-do list before we even thought about oh well let's start initiating these these people because we need to be able to trust them or we right. need to initiate to keep our craft going so i think, I it, would think be, it would be some time i think it would be born out of necessity yes if I it would was agree. if it was necessary it would come sooner rather than later but who's to say mm-hmm. you know it could happen right where all the ladies got together <laughs> that were right with their masonic spouses husbands boyfriends mm-hmm. whatever and maybe they form their own society within the society as a means of recognizing each other separate from uh-huh. the Masons. Uh, Brother Jim Trensky just wrote, uh, the women yeah. have their own group. We would unite with them in a way. Technically yeah. speaking, yeah. and I'm not saying that women would protect, potentially become Freemasons or this, you know, the whole, that whole uh, tradition would break down. And I say tradition because it's been since time immemorial that women are not allowed to be right. Freemasons. But I think it would be two things. You'd have the men doing all the, and not being sexist, but realistically, you'd have the men doing the heavy lifting. It would be me, Joe, and Ken running around with the guns looking for supplies. But it would be the women that would be taking care of, I mean, in a sense, and I'm not saying all women, and I'm not being sad, but you'd have the women taking care of the children. You'd have the women who would be the doctors. So when, uh, you know, Man. Ken gets sunburned, they'd be the one running, rubbing the aloe on him. After he... Gideon's I... a doctor. He's... Yeah, but he killed the lady. I mean, <laughs> I just want to disclaimer. Uh, Brother Gideon did not did, kill yeah, anyone. No, no, not on no purpose, died. at least. Yeah, no women were harmed. No women were harmed. Uh, Gideon was listening to a podcast while he was going to help a stroke woman. So, uh, and we, might have we ran a little late. That was a joke that we. <laughs> he might have ran a little late. That was a joke that we propagated. Podcast. I just want to make sure uh, that everybody knows. Worship, uh, excuse me, brother uh, Gideon Bookelman did not actually did not that. actually have anything to do. But it makes a hell of a story. It makes a funny ass <laughs> story, though. <laughs> no, but I, I do think that they would start to form their own group. They would form their own group of women. Coming up, I mean, realistically, depending on how far you go and how long this prolongs, I mean, if it's a complete collapse of society, you need to figure out what you're going to do for clothes. You know, women would... would I can sew. Just further, I can sew. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm actually really good. Re- I am really good. I'm really good at sewing, yeah. too. Um, uh, I would think it would be probably, I mean, given the fact that... The, if you're putting a small group of survivors together, it's probably going to be people around our age, right? Or younger, right? It's not going right. to be like the old and infirm that get together. I promise you, Gideon, groups. we're yeah. just horsing around. He just said, please don't get me sued. No, yeah, no, but the, the old no, no. people will be on the sidelines telling, telling us we did it wrong. Yeah, yeah. and we, I mean, they would probably be part of things, but... 957, why are you going out? You should be right. going out at 10. Realistically, if, if it's a group of 
people from our generation and younger that are right. getting together to try to put society back together, my right. guess is it's probably going to be fairly progressive and that there isn't going to be lines yes. drawn where like, oh, you're going to stay. Yeah. Right, right, right. right. There's no lines drawn. Take care of the children. But I mean, do you take, and again, I make this comparison to the military because I know, and I'm not being sexist at all. I'm being realistic that in the Marine Corps, women are not allowed to be frontline infantry. Okay. And I make this point. That if I'm, uh, I'm roughly a little bit over 200 pounds, right? And there's a 90-pound female next to me, and I take a bullet. Is she going to be able to drag my 200-pound ass off the front lines while getting shot at at the same time? Maybe. Potentially. But, I mean, I, I'm not, I, I, please, I, I don't want any women to get mad at me. I'm not being sexist. I'm just being realistic. I think it depends that, on the skill set. Like, absolutely. I think it depends on yeah, what depends they on can the and can't do. Right. It yeah. depends on your skill set. Exactly. Like, Thank you. It's I, not a matter of, of everyone's going to fall into a certain line. And I'm just making a point that women would, uh, you'd, you'd probably see a, an explosion of Eastern Star degrees. Or, or something similar. I mean, realistically yeah. speaking, we have an we have an Eastern star up here, and my assumption would be is they probably come here to meet up with their sisters. Probably. So now you're intermingling with the Masons, and I imagine that Eastern star amaranth is probably going to propagate just as much as we do. Mm -hmm. And say. eventually, we're all going to be on the same page. Right. Uh, love her to death, but I don't see Sandy Austin going out on freaking psyops. Uh, excuse me. Uh, night, not, night ops. I didn't mean to say psyops. Psychological, Psychological operations. But you know what I mean? I can't see Sandy Austin, who's right. in her 70s, going out. She's going to teach those who don't want to go out on night ops or, or any type of survivalist expeditions, if you will. Or, you how know, to do but other You're going to teach them how to do other things. But likewise, there are a lot of brothers that I know that are... <laughs> Equally incapable of doing those things. Yeah, no, like, fair point. Yeah. I have to. I yeah, have I mean, to I might be there doing to the, the Schultz brothers, because yeah. Joseph Schultz said, "Oh, Worship brother Joseph Joseph, no, two hundred pounds. You need a donkey, Dominic the donkey. Right. Stop with the Dominic the donkey. Stop. <laughs> Maybe by April. I freaking love by it. By April, they'll they'll stop. <laughs> no, but there are like some brothers who I don't think would be capable of. Of oh yeah, performing some of them. and I know right. some women like I, like, a very close friend of mine, is like a optical course racing world ranked person. Right. She'll drag your ass out of that foxhole. Mm -hmm. There you She'll go. She'll drag you. Yeah, probably better than. And I would Rocco. actually rather her by my side than Rocco, right? <laughs> or freaking Messner, or Messner. And that, no disrespect to Messner no. or Rocco. Rocco's kind of mousy. Messner's kind of large. I, I'm just saying. It's good. If, and if Jack's in, already in Canada. And again, I'm looking at it from a, from a military point of view. Jack's already in Canada. Yeah, yeah he's, he's already, already yeah, he's yeah. already ran. Yeah, he's he, already he ran. Uh, um, but making a point, you right. know that you know, if if shit hits the fan, right? S H T F. I think it was in a survival video that I was watching. Yeah. But if shit hits yeah. the fan, right? Um. And we quickly have to bug out. I got this. This this hat is shedding on me. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> um, but if, if we have to get out of Dodge quick, realistically speaking, I, I don't run very fast, but I probably can guarantee you that I'll run faster than Messner. <laughs> right. And you know, I'm not dragging Messner's ass out because he's he's he, I'm not being disrespectful. He's a relatively no, but large. But that's why man. I'm saying it, it doesn't. So, 
It may not come down to male it female. It might not come down to female. What are, what's your, right. what are your capabilities? Right. Is what exactly. it would more come down to. You know, uh, on top of that, I also, you know, imagine I would bring. There you go. You got it. Are you having uh, issues? Is it, is it it's, keep. Uh, it, it's, well, it's actually got a hanger or a coat hanger or something. And okay. It's jabbing me in the head right oh, now. I thought you were just having issues keeping <laughs> it up. Yeah, that but. too. Um, but uh, an- another thing is, I also wouldn't want my 13 year old daughter. Out taking rounds if we're out doing uh, right you know what I mean I'd want her back learning something that has to do back because realistically in, in a post-apocalyptic a post-apocalyptic society there's gonna have to be people who stay behind and do the home stuff or she'd be an such excellent scout you know brings back my point about the children communication she'd be stuff. an excellent scout sending out our children as runners I'd send my children yeah. as a runner not Georgie Georgie'd sing like a canary. <laughs> I'm going to be nice to Georgie. <laughs> They're over there. And here's a list of everything I'm they not, have. Listen, I love my kids, but you know what? My daughter is very cunning. She will, she will oh, connive yeah. you out of anything. Absolutely. She's a very, very smart girl. And she's an excellent bullshit artist. Kind of takes after her father. But she's an excellent bullshitter. So, I also see her as being like quick and wiry. Like, yeah, Georgie's... Uh, she's like Katniss. Georgie would get stopped by somebody like, oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. That's his only response to anything is, oh, I don't know. Well, you're probably going to get shot in the face for saying, I don't know. Whereas Hannah, like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to do this. She's got more of a catness. She's got more of a catness. She's definitely quicker yeah. when it comes to yeah. responses. So, um, but uh, a ginger donkey is just an ass. Thanks. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Worshipful brother Joseph Schultz. Did you say apocalyptic? <laughs> That could be a whole different show. <laughs> Apocalyptic. I wonder if there's any like uh, like so. brands of uh, makeup that have used that term. We could make some money off of this show. Such an ass. Uh, uh, what are we thinking? The donkey references keep coming. What are we thinking? You think we beat this one to death? I think we're. I think, I think we're, we're good pretty for much now. Covered it. Yeah, more mm-hmm. or less. And. Um, I don't know. We may need to revisit this at, a, at I another think so, time. So. Yeah. This is good. I'd see, I told you we were going to enjoy this. I, I truly did enjoy it. All right, brothers. I think we're going to shut this one down. We should have all dressed up like Rambo for this one. We should of, have. If I had known not me, stuff. I would have dressed up like Schwarzenegger. Go, run, yeah. get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. I would have dressed up as Joseph Schultz. <laughs> That's what I would have done. Uh, all right. Let's shut it down. All right. <laughs> So thank you to thank you to thank our listeners. Thank you to our Great listeners. Oh, yep. And I don't have anything to toast, but uh, I just want to say uh, to our lodge and to the past masters who went through the past master degree on Friday, hmm. as well as uh, now worshipful brother Perry Bartovic. Yes, took, uh, we obligated him last night. Oh, oh congratulations! I got to tell this funny story. <laughs> I have to. Yeah, you can laugh, you son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> you're gonna love this. You're gonna love this. So. I missed it. I wasn't. <laughs> I have never myself obligated a past master. Okay. Okay. So Perry was the first time I've ever obligated, but I forgot my ritual. I gave it to uh, Warsh- uh, right Warshaw brother Albin Weber. Um, I gave it to him for the past master. Degree. Yeah, and he took it. Follow. So he took it. He kept it. Oh. So after our lodge meeting, I'm like, shit, I gotta obligate Perry, but I don't have my ritual, and I've never done the obligation, so I don't know it by heart. So I started reading. Yeah, it's different. It's very different. It's very different. And it's in code. Mm -hmm. I can kind of decipher the code, but there's certain words I don't know. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, ba 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 (sighs) ba And I'm looking at him like, what the hell is this word? 
and this guy starts firing off and I'm like and he starts and I'm like wait you know this he goes yeah I'm like wait what do you mean you know this he goes oh I've done this before you know it by heart yeah what the like, <laughs> I just wanted to see if you knew. Son of a bitch! I'm sitting here reading this thing and I don't understand it. And I'm limping through it, and nice. he knew it by heart the entire time. I'm like, "Oh, you bastard! You sabotaged me!" I didn't sabotage. I just no, sat. Just, you omitted, which is still a form of sabotage. I sat back and watched. He had faith in you, and he wanted to to see no, that you. No, he wanted to see me fumble through shit. Pull That's what he wanted up to do. By the bootstraps and just do it. In all, in all honesty, I did not intentionally make you flounder. No, you didn't intentionally it make me flounder. It was a byproduct because. <laughs> but you got a good laugh out of it I when did, I did. I, did. I, did. I was not aware that you'd never done it before. I had never done it before. And you being a past district deputy of this lodge, I felt it welcome, was Tyler, right to let you. Do that obligation. I do appreciate it. Um, I but it was funny <laughs> when you realize it, and you're like, "What's this word?" And I rattle I'm off. Like, looking at my phone, and right? I'm looking at the oh, ritual, I and I'm like, oh, "I don't know this word." And he said it, and I'm like, "Oh, wait, what?" Wait, wait, <laughs> but then he kept going, like, "We're gonna talk about this later." It's like being scolded by my yeah. father. We're gonna have a conversation yeah, exactly. about this later. But you understand, like the word that I didn't, I couldn't understand the coding is not part of any other obligation yeah. that we right. take. So because only you, would you know it if it were only you, you had to have known the past master yep. obligation in order to know this word. And he said it, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, "Wait, the son of a bitch, he knew it." I'm like, "Wait, you know this?" And he goes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I said, uh, wait, how do you know this? He's like, uh, because I've obligated before. I'm like, wait, do you know this by heart? He's like, it's been a while, but I know it. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> so, so in, fun fact for those that uh, listen. It was awesome. Though. Um, I was one of, I'm one of very few people that I know that actually can do the entire past master's degree from memory. That's awesome. A lot wow. of people that. tend to read that off, and it was when I was Hats off doing uh, Mark Smith's, um, Worshipful Brother Mark Smith's mm-hmm. past master's degree. I'm like, you know what? He's the kind of guy that likes a solemn degree and really great Good night, Worshipful Brother Greg. So I said, you know what? I'm going to memorize it. And Bob first, you know Bob first. Yeah, yeah, said yeah. said to me, what do you think about doing this from memory? I'm like, seriously? Mm. So I started in July. That's awesome. And then I got had it down by December. So where were you on Tuesday? Um, Tuesday? <laughs> I don't know. Is that when the past master's? Friday. No. Oh, it was Friday. He was in Ohio. Right. Friday, Friday. Were you in Ohio? He Friday, was I was coming We're back trying to get to Ohio. Yeah. Well, I got to Ohio eventually, but on Thursday, the uh, my motor blew in Jersey. <laughs> and all I kept thinking of, the thing that got me through it, have you ever seen that joke with the video of the two monkeys telling the joke about uh, the, the seal? Mm, no, I'm sorry, so. the penguin. The penguin that's driving, no? Mm-mm. So, no. penguin's driving down the highway. Mm-hmm. He's in there his car, and all of a sudden, car just starts freaking shaking and knocking and going all over the place. So, he pulls off the highway, gets it to a gas station. He's like, ah, well, the guy's going to look at the car. I'm going to go get an ice cream. Mm-hmm. So, penguin goes, and it's a really hot day. He's eating this ice cream. It's melting all over. It's getting all over his hands, all over his face. But he goes back to the gas station, and the gas station guy says, Hey, buddy, I've got bad news for you. Looks like you blew a seal. And the penguin says, No, it's just ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my That's God. messed up. <laughs> it's just ice cream. 
That's what kept you going when you're That's what kept me as my, as my motor blew. I'm like, guy's going to say, hey, buddy, looks like you blew a seal. And I'm going to say, nah, it's just ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. All right. Ended on that note. Yeah, on that that's note. classic. Um, but I want <laughs> But there's there's a video out there that. of two chimpanzees telling this joke. I'll show you guys once we sign off, but it's, uh, it's pretty funny. Um <laughs> the uh so I just wanted to say congratulations to the uh past masters who went uh, well, the new masters who went through the past master degree, um, we obligated Perry, uh, Warshaw brother Perry Bartovic, who is going to be—he's our master elect for um, for 2020. And I wear and uh, uh, senior warden elect is a. Uh, Steve Staxon, yeah, the saboteur, the polar prank beginner is now our yes. senior warden, and. Uh, Junior Warden is going to be um, Patrick Sukas of Morningstar yep. Lodge. And uh, Ken, your lodge. Yep. So we've got Worshipful Brother-elect uh, Chris Poulin, who's going to be our new master. He uh-huh. went through the uh, the past master's degree on Friday night <laughs> as well. Mm-hmm. Um, senior Warden is going to be uh, Brother Matt Elwell. And uh, Junior Warden is Brother Joe Pisani. Congratulations to you, brothers. Joe, your lodge. Yeah, so, Ashler Aspetuk Lodge number 142. Your the other lodge. Your main incoming, lodge. My mother lodge. Mother lodge. Uh, incoming master is brother Mark Zuccarella, who did a fantastic job as senior oh, warden this year. Mark, awesome. And um, I, our senior warden, I know you uh, know him through Commandery, uh, worshipful brother Darren Sohavy. Hey, Darren. Uh, went into to fill a spot in line. Our um, junior warden this year has a serious health problem, so he's not uh-huh. going to be able to fulfill that chair next year so Darren Sohavy stepped up and our junior warden is brother Max Kalkstein who progressed from the senior deacon's chair so awesome cool Uh, and to all those who are masons who are moving up in line congratulations to every single one of them Uh, let's shut it down All right, all right. so for the free masons podcast I'm your host right washer brother George Marjorie Signing off. Virtual Brother Joe signing off. Virtual Brother Ken signing off. Have a good night, everyone. Have yourself a man.